My no is Hinge. I hate it. I li- okay, I have been back Are on. Are there it better that. apps out there? No. I'm Susanna. And I'm Audrey, and this is Everything is Copy. A podcast for dreamers and go-getters. Who also like to have a glass of wine and watch trashy reality TV from time to time. We're two copywriters who said peace out to our previous careers and publishing and teaching to do what we want for a living instead. And this is where we talk about, well, everything. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Everything is Copy. I'm Susanna. I'm Audrey. Thanks for being here. Yeah, we're, we're recording. recording. Yeah, we great. It, it feels so weird. We're usually recording like what feels like midnight, 7 p.m. for me, 9 p.m. for Susanna. <laughs> and it's 9 a.m. where I am. So I'm like bright eyed and bushy tailed. Oh my God. It really is 9 a.m. Yeah. I just realized that it's 11 here. No, I know the time zone always throws me off between us. Like I always just, I'm like, she's in the same point of her day as I am. And you're not. You're and not I'm like, I'm done. Working. Yes. <laughs> I'm done. Working. Yeah. Yeah. It, How was your weekend, Suze? It was so good. I was with one of my college, well, two of my college best friends um, in the woodlands, which is like basically Houston for those who aren't Texas girlies and it was good it was an ex- absolutely an exhausting weekend um yes but the best so- ones are yeah and I, dr- I also drove home last night and I think that's where I went wrong we're recording on Tuesday morning so she drove yeah. home on a Monday night yeah and I drove home I left at like 6 30 and it's a three hour 20 minute drive and so was it dark the whole time? That always makes me nervous. I know it got so it got dark like an hour in, and I actually called one of them on my way home because I was so bored. And I was like, "I'm sorry, there's no streetlights. Like, there's no." <laughs> and I, I guess I forgot that because I would have to do the same drive to come home from college or mm-hmm. to go. But I, I guess I wasn't going that late. But yeah, yeah. So we're here. You we probably t- beat the traffic or miss the traffic. Oh, yeah. Then I would be terrified. Just I mean, after last week's discussion of the show Dahmer, I would not stop anywhere <laughs> for food or gas. I didn't stop anywhere. I ate before I left, which was nice, and like made it home. And I made like really good time. I don't even think it took me three hours and twenty minutes. But part of my learning involves me um, making really good time in the car. So we'll get into that. But how was your weekend? It was good. I was supposed to have like a bachelorette part, like a small girls. It's kind of a bachelorette party here in like my area this weekend, but then they had to cancel. So then my mom came and it was so nice. She just, it was kind of impromptu, but um, her partner travels a lot for work. So he was out of town and um, she was just like, she's in like two tennis leagues. <laughs> and so she's always busy with that, but she had the weekend free from tennis and she's like, I want to come see Wally. So it was, it was Iconic. so much fun. And I feel like as like, even as an adult, the youngest child of four, anytime I get solo time with like any of my family members, it feels so special, like to yeah. not have my stupid siblings. I'm just kidding. To not have my siblings around. Hi, um, and yeah, hi, Kelsey. Um, no, I love when they're there too. It's even more fun, but it's just different to have like, well, not even one-on-one time. Cause obviously my child and my husband were here too, but just to get that family time is nice. Yeah. So 
just a nice we had a great time we went shopping wally was over it he's never sat in so many shopping carts we were at like tj maxx marshall's uh world market target oh, i freaking love world market i haven't been in so long Me too it's my favorite i love home goods too but we don't have a home goods here so world market is like my next fave um so yeah we were just having a nice shopping girls weekend a nice wally weekend. tolerated us I know I did a lot of shopping this weekend too. I've been doing yeah. a lot of shopping in general. Yeah, our little uh no buy month is you know, long. we're having like whiplash now. Long uh, gone after effects. Um, but what are you loving? Well, week? it's something I recently bought, so um, <laughs> mine is too. <laughs> okay, so I am loving Merit makeup, the brand Merit. Like oh, I've never heard of it. So it is founded by Catherine Power, who I know who she is because she, yeah. um, she like was also the founder of Who What Where. Yes, I was like I've heard her yeah. name, and she also runs Versed, which is like a skincare line at Target. I don't think I've ever tried anything from them, but I have a couple of things that from too. that. So my best friend told me, like, had ordered a couple of their like makeup things, and their idea is like very simple things. So all their stuff is like. Not necessarily multi-use, but it's not, like, hard to use. It's, like, sticks and creams and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's, like, my favorite. It also comes with the cutest little bag. Like, when you make your first purchase, like, the cutest little makeup bag. But so I got their cream blush, mascara. I got, like, a kit, one of their, like, essentials kits or something mm-hmm. with, like, a brow pencil a lip gloss and lipstick and maybe like something else. And now I want all of it. I'm obsessed with it. It goes wow. like, I don't, I have never been like super into makeup. I love skincare. Makeup. We're both makeup list right now. <laughs> yeah, very much. So makeup stresses me out. Like I just, it's a lot. Yeah. This is so easy to use. And the blush specifically, I think it's called flesh balm mm-hmm. or flesh balm. I think it's flesh. Um, So pretty. So wow. I'm into it. It is I'm loving it. And I want to order. They have like a I think it's called like the multitasker or something. I probably got that wrong. But like it's like a concealer stick. I want to try that. But now I want all their stuff. So that is yeah. that is my I've love. never even heard of it. And I never like the only makeup new makeup I buy is mascara every few months. Um Oh, I got their mascara too. I really like it. Okay. That's good to know. Is it like a clean brand or yes, it's a clean yeah, brand? I always like that. And I usually don't like clean mascara because I've tried Ilya's mascara and I don't like it at all because I feel oh, like I love that one. And it, I love the honest one, but they're so expensive. I'm like, I am just going to get my $8 cover girl. <laughs> I think that I have like really watery eyes though. And like, yeah. so with Ilya, it was always ending up underneath my eyes and I don't have the problem with Merit and it's not waterproof. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hate waterproof. I do too. I won't wear to get off. PTSD from high school drill team. I repeat. (laughs) Yeah, dance team for me. What are you loving this week? Okay, mine is kind of random this week, but I bought these walking shoes on Prime Day. Prime Day? Wait, isn't Prime Day coming up? Maybe there's two Prime Days. Early access Amazon Prime sale is coming up on October 11th and 12th. And I only know because I had to write some copy for it. Yeah. Do you... Do you work for Amazon? No, I'm just no, kidding. No, it wasn't for Amazon. I wish. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so I think there was another Prime Day, though, earlier this year. Yeah, and I got was. these Adidas. They're called Adidas Women's Cloud Foam Pure 2.0 Running Shoe. And I wanted to say the full name because I, like, 
I don't know. I've tried a bunch of different shoes. I use them as walking shoes. They, they're called running shoes, but I use them when I go on walks with Wally and by myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> they are the comfiest walking shoes literally ever. And you don't have to untie them. I don't know why that makes like a huge deal in my life, but anything that can be just a little bit more efficient, uh-huh. I appreciate. And they're so cute. Like I wear them with like jeans. Like I'm, I'm becoming just that mom, I guess, but um, like they look actually good, though, on trends now. It's actually okay, on cool. <laughs> um, and they are they're they have like a bunch of different colors. I have like this grayish. Well, I guess the color is actually called white slash white slash black, but it looks great. They're only fifty bucks right now. So oh, if sweet. you need like a good walking shoe, I have ran in them like jogged in them very very slowly right now. Um, and they work fine for that, but they're not like super. There's not like a ton of support if you want like a more structured running shoe I'd go for something else but for just like walking or like I work out in them at home too they are the best so good to know in in search of a good walking shoe or workout shoe these are the ones and they're like for Adidas I feel like that's so affordable $50 I actually the full price is 70 but like a lot of the colors are 50 right now so there you go I actually just got a pair of well they're technically running shoes they're from on running, but mm-hmm. I'm going to use them for like training classes. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm, I'm looking at them because they're on my – they're sitting on my kitchen counter. I have not worn them yet, obviously. But they're so cute, and they're usually like $170 shoes, and I went on to buy them. Do you use like Honey and Capital One shopping? Uh, just Honey. So, but it never saves me anything. So usually – Usually it doesn't save me anything either. And randomly it pulled a code that I am like positive was not like a public use code. And I got them for half off. I got family and friends. Oh my gosh. $80 off. So they came in the mail while I was gone. I haven't worn them yet, but love a good shoe. Yeah. Same, same. And this is another thing I don't, I buy them maybe like once a year. Yeah. So, but then like, I I usually don't buy them in person. I buy them online, just like scour reviews. I wasn't too sure about these, but these I highly recommend. Love it. Love it. Yeah. But what's your uh, learning? I almost went to know. <laughs> well, my learning is to use my cruise control. Let me tell you this story. So I used to drive that drive, like I said, from Dallas to like Houston area to go to college for four years. Um, I would exit like before I exit now, but I always was so careful on the highway, which is 45, because there's so many construction zones. Yeah. So many cops. Texas is the worst. Oh, my God. Like, so many cops and, like, the speed limit goes from, like, 75 to 60 to 80 to 65. And that's, like, all up and down. Well, I was jamming to All Too Well, the 10-minute version, in the car. I don't know how fast it was going. Well, actually, I do. I'll tell you. Because he told me. Um, oh. And I passed a cop. And he immediately oh. he immediately pulled out behind me. I was like, oh, okay. Well. Oh, and I kept thinking. I was like, more no. No. And I was like, you know what? I honestly was like pretty chill about it. Because I was like, hey, I have not gotten pulled over since I was like a junior in college. <laughs> and you know what? It, maybe it was time. Because I feel like I probably deserved to have gotten pulled over many times before that. But. He pulled me over. He like came over. I like stopped on the side of the highway. He like came over to my passenger side door, and he was like, "Do you know why I'm pulling you over today?" And I, I was hate like, "That I was, question." It's and like I said yes. I can 
guess. I know. And I was like, yes, probably. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, you were going pretty fast. You were going 87 and the speed limit is 70. And I was like, that's actually not. Uh, okay. It's not terrible. that horrible. It could have been worse, especially yeah. in Texas. And if you're listening to this and like you don't drive in Texas, you're probably like, what? Because our speed <laughs> limits are so high. But like, it's not that bad. But he didn't give me a ticket, actually. Um, I think it's because the like area he pulled me over in. Uh, I can guarantee you that people like are not nice when they get pulled over over there. Yeah, like being respectful does make a big yes. difference. And big- like talking to customer service agents when like, exactly so many Agreed. times I come in like pissed off and I'm like, but I get you get further by yeah. just being like kind a lot of the time. Yeah. So I was very nice. He was very nice, and I. I will never forget. I got pulled over the last time I got pulled over in college. I got pulled over and got a ticket for going 47 miles an hour in a 40. That's what happens in college towns. Bullshit. Yeah. And the cop was so rude. And I Yeah, when they're mean, that's when I start being like, okay. Yeah. And I don't think I was that nice either. I was like, fine, whatever. But with this one, I was really nice. I was like, he's a nice guy. He's just it was like a stage trooper. It was a stage trooper. And I didn't get a ticket. And he was like, just slow down and use your cruise control. And I was like, oh, I'm going to learn. That's me, my learning. You're like, I'm going to share this with my podcast this week. Thank you, sir. So thank you so much, officer. I can't remember what his last name was, but it's on the warning. On my <laughs> I'm sure he's listening right now. Yeah, I'm sure he's he is definitely listening. But that's my learning. Use your cruise control and watch the speed limits when you're on I-45 going to Houston, Texas. So thank you. Good what are you learning this week? <laughs> it's just so funny because John is such a grandpa driver and a surprise to absolutely no one. Yeah. So he like gets freaked out when I drive. So I've just been like, you can drive. Like I have no desire to drive. And I feel like on any road trip, actually now on long road trips, we do trade off because it's just easier with like a kid. But like on when we're just driving around like our area and we're both in the car, I'm like, go for it. Like I'll I'll just hang out on the passenger side. <laughs> like passenger princess. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah, I've seen that on TikTok. Oh, that's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Audrey. Well, um, <laughs> tell us what you're learning this week. Okay. So mine is just something I've been like embracing lately. And that is like natural aging. Well, okay. So I kind of have to, cause I can't get Botox obviously when I'm pregnant or breastfeeding, um, which actually is debatable. I was reading some things, but some people say it's probably most likely fine, but there's a small chance. Like it could be not fine. fine. So yeah. I would never, I just, I personally would never. And I've always, always, always since high school been insecure about my skin. Like then it was acne, but I also grew up playing sports. I was like outside in the sun. Like I have had crow's feet since I was 22, probably even before that, you know, like, and I have fine lines, like, and I have like a little bit of like, like bumpiness on my skin. My skin's just not like nobody. My skin is not perfect. It's not perfectly smooth. And I remember like last year, taking pictures with Wally and being like, these are such cute pictures of him. But like seeing like, I mean, I was just so sleep deprived in that first year of like postpartum. And I just was like, oh, my skin is terrible. But looking back at those pictures, I'm like, these are such pictures. And I wish I would have actually posted them. And I feel like I post him so much more than like myself because I have had this insecurity. But now I'm just like, 
no, like this is, it's, it's like, can be a beautiful thing. Like I think yeah. if you are taking good care of your skin, that's as much as you can do and drinking water and all of those things. And I've just like had this like renaissance with myself. And I think it came because I, I've been like complaining, like, oh, I wish I could get Botox, <laughs> but like, why, why am I going to sit there and be unhappy about that when I can't get it? Yeah, and then true. like not be confident in myself when I do think like, I mean, there could be so many worse things wrong with my skin. And I'm so grateful that I don't have any like true issues. Um, so it's just been like this, like coming to terms with like my own skin. And then I saw somebody else share, I think it was actually money with Katie, which she's been on the podcast before she was saying when she went to Europe, um, she noticed like all of these European women just like didn't have Botox. Like they had like fine lines, they had like crow's feet and like, they were absolutely beautiful and stylish. And like, it's just such a thing I think in America to like slap on Botox and I'm not shunning it. Like, I think that if I could get it, I would have gotten it 10 months ago, (laughs) but, um, getting some next Thursday. Yeah. Like I totally am for it, but I think that I had, it had become so much a part of my like confidence, which Mm -hmm. that, that is problematic for me. Um, if I'm not happy with myself, like without it. So Mm -hmm. I've, I don't know. I've just like become somehow, I don't know what the switch was, but I'm like, I I don't want to live this way where I'm just like embarrassed by this. Like it's totally natural and normal. Yeah, so 100%. So that's been kind of my like, yeah, my skin renaissance lately. Um, love it. I love it. Yeah. I, I agree. I, well, I say that as someone who gets Botox. No, and no. And that's why I don't want this filler, to be like shamey or anything. I get it. Like- <laughs> I get it. And I also <laughs> think there's been such a like turn to, and even like when you look at makeup trends in general of like people just going back to like natural basic like yeah fixes that don't feel like or not even fixes just like um what's the word like enhance enhancements or whatever that yeah feel like they're changing the way you look like you don't have to contour your face to high totally (laughs) yeah or like when I was in high school like it was all about the smoke yeah I would do like Mm -hmm. gray mascara like Mm-hmm. like on a Wednesday for Wednesday, biology for sure. <laughs> like yeah. what and it I don't know through college like I look back at my makeup like it was just so heavy and like yeah I just I just don't think all of that is always neat I think there's like times and places for like fun makeup for sure um but yeah I think that just like being okay with your skin as it is is a big Mm-hmm. yeah that's that's what the Europeans do so that's what I'm gonna do yeah there we go love it <laughs> love it um okay what's your no for the week I'll keep this one simple my no is hinge I hate it I oh. li- okay I've been back Are on there it better me. apps out there no because I'm, I'm the annoying person no. I know I shouldn't I can't even no. give I know it's annoying when like people who are in relationships There's... give dating any advice but I'm just curious are there better what like there's what about Bumble? Bumble? I mean, there's yeah. Bumble, but like, then you have to be the one who's like carrying yeah. the conversation at first. And then, which is supposed to be empowering, but it's really it's just one not. more thing that women have to do. Yeah, it's not. I don't find it empowering. I'm like, you know what? No, I don't want to. I don't want to say it first. I don't want to say it first. I don't want to pay for the meal. I, I no, I don't want to yeah, do anything. 
Sorry. Agreed. But the men on Hinge in Dallas, Texas are just not. Just oh. not. And I'm also dealing with just like this. <laughs> I love that I'm just sharing this on the podcast, but I have to be <laughs> honest. My type of men or type of man is like so obvious or so opposite from me fundamentally that it makes it very hard for me to date. You like a burly like, oh like lumberjack, like which even in general, thing, like literally. <laughs> well, I don't want to make general like no, but like it's a generalization in Texas, and it's like yeah. weekends. Like one of my friends' boyfriend's brothers, like he's so attractive. I would date him in a second. We would ki- we would kill each other, and it's like something well, like that. You know what? There are some things. Okay, and I like do it's think- it's a fundament. It's fundamental okay. difference. It's, it's like fundamental. Okay, okay, that right. person probably not, but I do think you can have different hmm. views I do I do on too. things. I think it's if your views are different, that can be okay as long as your values are exactly. the same. Because like John and I were raised in completely. I mean, I, I can't even tell you. Our families are night and day. My parents are divorced. His parents are still together. I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. He's from like Austin, Texas, but like the suburbs. He is comes from a very like right-leaning family. My yeah. parents, which this probably <laughs> was, you know, part of their decline initially. They have very yeah, different views. My mom is super left. My dad is super right-ish. <laughs> and so it's just we come from very different places, but we align on like family. We align on, we actually do like understand each other's politics, even when we have different views. I also want to say John, well, I guess I probably shouldn't just call him out, but he is more right leaning, but he is very much not the crazy, right? Yeah. And I I don't have, I have no problem with that. I have zero problem with that. I have zero problem with just, I've also like learned living here that most people are more right-leaning than me and that's fine. Yeah. When you're going to be like, I feel like so many of the men here and I am probably making a generalization, but literally 85% of the men that I am attracted to here (laughs) are like fake news Oh yeah. Oh no. You need to just put in your bio on those apps like so looking for someone not like this, but who who can grow a mean beard or something. Let me me tell you. I actually took I had like on hinge you like choose like what things it like you let be public or whatever. And I ended up just like hiding my political affiliation because it was like I feel like it's I did. I hit it because I was Don't like, hide yourself. That's what no, you I'm not. Lead oh, with. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to hide myself ever. But I was like, you know what? I so many times will like scroll past someone who is, can it says like they're conservative on their hinge. I will usually just like, they only give you two options like conservative or liberal. Yes. You or can't. it's like independent, which I'm like, I'm not independent. I'm liberal. <laughs> I'm not independent. And so I, I realized like so many times that I will swipe left on someone like no to yeah. those that use had to use dating apps, swipe left on them. Um, when I saw someone that was like conservative and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to be better about that to an extent. A pistol might swipe left, but I don't want people to do yeah. that for me. Right there. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take it off and I don't know. And I might put it back on, but that that's been my, yeah. 
because it can work like people have different political yeah I agree all the time and have like successful happy relationships but if you're far one way and they're far the other way that probably won't work like that was my sister in every relationship before her current relationship she uh yeah and it's just like so frustrating and irritating and there's just like certain things where I've I actually even told my I told someone this weekend I was like I've like tried like living where I live and like I went to school at Texas A&M like one of the most conservative schools in the country well my husband also went there (laughs) I actually don't really think it's as conservative as people think it is but has a lot of conservative student body I it's like the geography the area exactly more so yeah but I have like like honestly like have tried to like think of like be more like not be more conservative because I just can't be but I've like tried to like understanding of other people yes and then it was funny because not that long ago I took like this quiz I don't know what it was on but it was like what's your political affiliation it wasn't it was like a it was like a nonpartisan website or something oh like a legit yeah yes and it was like, what political party do you align with? And I answered the questions in like the most, like, whatever the word, not conservatively, but like the most like middle, middle. that I thought I could answer them. And I still ended up, <laughs> I still ended up as like, it was like 85% liberal. And I was like, yeah. I want I to take that quiz. I would I'll be find curious. It. I'll to you, but yeah. I was like, I can't help it. So it makes dating around here so difficult, especially the fact that I'm attracted to like six foot four men with beards who wear like Columbia fishing gun toting. Yes, yeah. it sucks. Mm-hmm. So that's my no. What's your no? my no is I'll just keep this brief as well. Um peeing while I run that's like a thing oh, now no. that I'm pregnant <laughs> did I talk about this before on the uh, why am I having like deja vu right now I don't think so but um, I actually had I this really conversation with a pregnant friend of mine yesterday yeah. well you know what? it didn't happen to me last time I was pregnant and even like if it's a short run I like can't like I have to wear black leggings or else um oh, no, that's a- and, and and like it happened. Okay. So after I gave birth last time, like, and I was cleared to work out and I started like doing short jogs and stuff. Okay. Like seriously, I would come home and like, be like, I got to take a shower, <laughs> which might be TMI. I'm so sorry if this is grossing anyone out. Um, <laughs> but I like, then it went away, like it went away. And so I wasn't expecting it to happen again when I was like pregnant now, but there's just like, obviously more pressure in that area. And like those muscles, like in your pelvic area have now just been used in a different way and they're being used again and pelvic floor yeah yeah so I am just like this is so annoying and I we have like a stationary bike at home that I use pretty often but like I just haven't been feeling like doing that as much lately and I it's really nice here right now and so I've been enjoying getting outside for like and when I say a run, I'm that's a very generous word. It is a very slow trot okay. <laughs> with a lot of walking breaks. And still, even that, I'm like, what is going on? This is so sad. So that's just my personal, very personal no for the week. Embrace the black leggings. Yes, I am <laughs> fully embracing them. And you know what? When my black leggings are dirty, I'm like, if people are looking they're like that's their problem and if I and be my surely parents, they're not surely they're not <laughs> no and surely they're not yes 
<laughs> well, okay. Well, utilizing what you're talking about running to make our <laughs> transition into today's episode, we're going to talk about like kind of our like non-negotiables and how we take care of ourselves and just like live life. Become our highest selves. Wow. How your <laughs> me <laughs> talking becoming through Gandhi. Yeah, becoming <laughs> that's me. Welcome to everything is copy. I'm Gandhi. <laughs> but we're just gonna talk about the things we do every day or every week or every month or just like in general try to do most of the time. Try maybe is the key word here because these are. We say non-negotiables, but at the same time, like obviously they don't happen every single week or for sure not every day. Um, and they're some of them are like hard to prioritize for me at least or make time for. But when I do make time for them, like I have a noticeable difference in like my life, I how do. I operate, my yeah. energy, my mood, all of that. So we have each come up with our five teams that we wanted to share. Yay. Do you want to kick it off? Sure. Well, speaking of peeing my pants while running, my first <laughs> one is movement. <laughs> but mo- I was like very, very careful to choose the word movement because I used to be such, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, like such an exercise, I swear, like addict where I, I mean, I had a really unhealthy relationship with working out in high school. Like I played a bunch of sports and I would still go to the gym for like one or two hours a day, like on top of that, like, or I would wake up at like 5am to like run three miles. Like I was sad. It it really is sad. Like I just had such, and then yeah, there's just, it was a, it was a layered issue because I also had issues with food and I was like, if I eat X, then I need to do Y exercise wise. And it was just very, very unhealthy. And like, I operated a lot of my life and like, didn't realize that was not normal and not healthy. So now I've like had to kind of like reframe my brain. I honestly think the last, when I was pregnant with Wally, like that, like forced me to slow down and be like, I don't need to work out for an hour for it to count. I don't need to like do like these crazy hit workouts. Cause like it was hurting my body Yeah, and like just something about like caring for another human being growing inside of me where I was like hurting myself. And I was like, surely this is not good for the baby either. I just like had to reframe it all. So now I still do like, I feel my best when I'm prioritizing movement, but like, it's sometimes like literally 20 minutes, like just going on a walk or like a restorative yoga class on like the Peloton app. Like I, it does not need to be these crazy challenging workouts every single day actually most days they're not and most days it's no longer than 30 minutes I can't even tell you what the last time I did a workout that was more than 30 minutes like which is kind of wild but um that is definitely one of mine and like we talked about when Josie was on like not beating myself up if I do want to take a break like that's been yeah. really key too okay. Um, which is still a work in progress. Like I, it's hard for me to take like more than like a couple of days off, but I think too, because I do like movement. Like, so if I'm somehow not fitting it in, it's because like, be, it's because something else is getting in the way that like, doesn't make sense. So like, feels good for me to prioritize it, but in a way that's not like high pressure. <laughs> so yeah. anyways, yeah, that's, that's my number one. 
mine, I'll just like go with my movement related one is like a little different, but not necessarily. So I have talked about this a lot lately too. I am just trying to be more disciplined with fitness in general. I have never been in my life. I've always- I feel like you so are with your- I'm trying. Workout classes. Yeah, I'm trying. So on it. Yeah, I have been like the last several months for sure. But I'm trying to like listen to my body. If I don't want to work out, like if I genuinely don't feel good, I'm not going to go. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's like an unhealthy thing, but it's it's trying to like retain some sense of discipline in my working out has been making a really big difference for me, like specifically when it comes to anxiety, Mm -hmm. feeling better, because I've just always been so... I have a lot of like issues around exercise, but kind of different than Audrey. Like exercise has always kind of freaked me out. Like I swear to God, I got PTSD from eighth grade (laughs) athletics. They were so horrible. And yeah, the timed mile, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that that stuff was traumatic. Oh my God. Like truly, I, and it's funny because I'm about to hit a hundred classes at my like spin studio. And I have already said that, like, when I take my little hundred class picture that everyone takes, my caption is going to be, someone send this to my eighth grade athletics coaches. <laughs> I saw them at a, like, staff development thing when I was still teaching because they still work in the same district. And I was like, ew, stay away from me. Do not talk to yeah. me. Yeah. But it's it is, just- Yeah. It's all about the person leading it, too. Like, I had soccer yeah. coaches who would, like, motivate me to work harder, run harder, whatever. But then I had some soccer coaches who would just scream at me and just, like- Yeah. And it just I, me down, it work you know? like that. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, like, right now, I feel like I'm in a place where working out feels good to me and it makes me feel strong and, like, in a way that I didn't necessarily think I could be. So for me right now, like, a non-negotiable is- actually showing up for myself and going unless like I'm miserable. Last week I did do my first cancel class in a while because <laughs> because I got home from a concert at like midnight oh. and when my alarm rang at 6 30. I was like, I think this would be a bad thing for me. That's to- totally warranted. But, yeah. So that's kind of my version of movement because it's like a yeah an important part of my life right now in a different in a way that it hasn't necessarily been in a few years yeah you're you're like reframing your relationship yeah. with it more to more for it to become like a like less of a pressured thing mm-hmm. than what your athletics teacher had yeah. like made it out to be and like and a way more to- just for you exactly yeah. exactly yeah well my next one is um I'll go with this one making lists like i i have always been a list maker and like a planner organizer um but i i also like get this weird i don't know if anyone else gets this but i get like this guilt when i watch how other people do and i'm like oh they're so much more more organized than me or they have like such a better system that i need to try and then i'll try that and i'm like i can't keep up with it or it's just not working for me and so like uh, i just like feel like guilty about it then which is weird because I like I like the way that I do things and I have like my own methods for doing it so it's like this kind of a two-parter it's like like having the ways that I organize my day and my week but also not letting like outside 
influences make me feel bad about the way that I'm doing it, if that yeah. makes sense. Oh, um, yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. And like I've learned like I I might love doing things one day, one way for a while. Like I had shared a while ago that I was doing like some serious time blocking. Like I would put aside like an hour to do this task, like 30 minutes to do this task. And that worked really well for that time period. But I don't really do it that way anymore. And like that's something I would also feel like shamey about if I like fell off of a certain way of organizing my day. But I'm still I'm still like organizing things and making lists and like getting things done. It's just I've learned to be okay with like it's shifting throughout the year and based on what's going on in my life and like how, how busy I am and just, um, knowing like the consistency and how I'm doing, it doesn't matter as much as like, just like still keeping up with, I guess, doing it like in any kind of way. So, cause I do love, I like love a list. I love checking things off. Um, but it just like, I use, I use multiple different tools. Like I have like a a handwritten list for like my day. I keep like a weekly list on my computer. I have like Google calendar. So I have like a bunch of different things that work for me, but like, that's fine. That something else works for someone else. So yeah. And it's almost like learning styles growing up. It's like some some people learn visually. Some people learn auditorily, audibly. I don't know. I swear we know words realizing like when you look at someone's like aesthetic little day in the life video on Instagram and they yes just- those kill me I love them they- but they I'm also like oh my gosh I need to try that I have to yeah and it's like way. you have to do the things that work for you and yeah like, it's so easy to think that you need to try this like other method of doing something because someone mm-hmm. else does it but like actually you don't so yeah, yeah get that I've definitely dealt with that yeah big time yeah okay. So my next one is I am an extrovert. I'm like a classic extrovert for the most part. But I have realized, and I think I've especially realized it since I've lived on my own, I have to have time for myself or I will go absolutely insane. I love being with people. I love talking to people. But I, when I don't specifically prioritize being by myself, like me, my dog, myself, no one Mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. I get so off balance. It's even like I had such a great weekend this weekend. Like I was with people all weekend and have one moment to myself. But even today I was like, oh my God, I just feel so drained, off balance. Like, yeah. Like, and I I didn't keep up with any routine while I was gone, which I mean, that happens. But I just have realized, and I think I've said I've realized about eight times in the last one minute, but I have (laughs) to prioritize myself without there being like someone to talk to on the phone, without there being someone here. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I lived with my two best friends for three whole years. I never, I would say I like loved having time by myself, but that time by myself was always also like kind of with someone with else. them in like the background, even and, if you're not saying or doing anything yeah. together, you still have like company. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, but <laughs> now that I live alone, it's, I think I realize it so much more when it feels good, when like being home alone, it like feels good. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Oh. oh, that's like such a good feeling though, to kind of oh yeah realize that because I think 
maybe, I don't know, I'm not an extrovert, but I could see this happening with extroverts, like moving in on your own for the first time could be a really hard transition where you're like, I don't like this. So I'm I glad you've like embraced it. And like, yeah. maybe you're kind of an ambivert because that I think, I think so. is where you, yeah. you still recharge your batteries by being alone and having some of that like you time, but you love to be around people too. Like it's like yeah. a combination yeah. a or little like bit. Introverted oh. extrovert. Yeah. 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 And I, think- I think there are like, I think that it's kind of a sliding scale. Yeah, with that. I agree. I agree. And especially I think as I get older, I just get more, <laughs> it slides a little bit more. So yeah. <laughs> slides a little bit more to the alone time. Um, well that I have one that kind of aligns with that too, but I'm, like I said, introverted. And so we also, we don't live close to like our lifelong friends or family. We have like our friends here who we've met in the last few years, but it's just different. I don't have like, you have your childhood best friends in the same town. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's more from like family and like mom perspective. Like I also need, like have learned that I need to prioritize time for me. And like, especially as we're getting ready to welcome our second baby and, um, that's that I just know it's such a demanding time. Those first, like, three to six months of postpartum, like it was like whiplash for me realizing how much of me was needed, which I knew that conceptually, but, um, going into it this time, I just have like a more realistic expectation, I guess, of what that period of time is like. And it is just, it's extremely demanding. And even though I'm going to take a maternity leave, I will still be working like after a couple of months. And so just that balance of being a mom working and then finding time for me, it it can be really, really hard. So in this time, as I'm getting ready for that, like I am actively trying not to fill every Mm -hmm. empty pocket of time of my day. And that is like, that's like a challenge for me because there have been so many times in my life where my, I place so much value on being like this high achieving, like high, highly ambitious person, whether that's work or whether that's just like getting stuff done around the house. Like there's always things to do. And I know that. And like, if I'm not doing something productive, like I've let that affect my mood and just like myself worked so much in the past, but now I literally like force myself to be like, okay, when my son is napping in the afternoon, like I can get like one or two things done, but it's usually like a decent, like two hour nap or so. It's like, I can sit and do nothing for 30 minutes and that is okay. okay. Or I can do something just for me. Like if I want to go like we live in a little like cul-de-sac, like I'll sometimes just like do like a few laps around there and listen to a podcast, like something that just, I want to do and don't feel like I need to do has been really important. And to try to do something like that every day, because I know that I may not be able to do it every single day once like the baby's here, especially in those first few months. So, um, yeah, just it's, it's not natural or easy for me, but I think that like it preserves my sanity Mm -hmm. to like protect that time for myself. Yeah. Even if it's hard. So I can, I can imagine how that would be. Yeah. Okay. My next one is, has been a legitimate non-negotiable for me for four years now. And it is taking anxiety medicine every single day. Yes. And I 
have always just been so anxious my entire life. And it's been very much like, it's so, it sounds so dramatic to me now that I'm on medicine, but like, even when I was a little kid being like five and my sister would like go play outside, I was terrified that she was going to get kidnapped or something was going to happen. Like, it's just always been like fear. And I still deal with that now. Now it's like around my dog. I'm like, (laughs) oh, So like four years ago when I was teaching, um, I finally just got on anxiety medicine after my mom telling me for like years to get on it. And I was like, no, I don't need anxiety medicine. And my mom was like, yeah, hmm, I beg to differ. Well, got on still it. such a stigma around it. That's and I think stigma. because a lot of people get misprescribed or you do have to try different medications yeah. at first. Exactly. And um, I, I, take it's technically my medicine is technically depression medicine but I've never I've been lucky I've not ever really dealt with that before so it's yeah like it tackles anxiety but I take it every yeah I think they kind of overlap sometimes yeah medications and the you know yeah exactly (laughs) exactly but it's changed my life it's just made me such not necessarily more relaxed I am still so high strung sometimes but, it's but like, that's a good thing you don't want to like yeah. lose touch with your you don't personality be, yeah, exactly. that's what that's I think important to share because I think people's fear of going on medications uh-huh. like that is that they're going to lose themselves but really exactly. like you're losing yourself to your anxiety like I had in hindsight I know I had I was never diagnosed but I know I had postpartum anxiety like the things that would keep me up at night and just like the thoughts I would have like I just thought it was like normal and I mean, it is normal. It's normal to have anxiety and postpartum anxiety, but like it's calmed down so much now that like my son's older, but like going again back into like this postpartum time so soon, I'm like, if I'm experiencing those feelings, like there is without a doubt, no chance that I will not be reaching out to get some kind of like help for it, whether yeah. it is medication, whether it's what, whatever else they think I need. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I think that I, I think that I just was resistant for not even I'm not against medication at all I just no, I, I get it I've I was resistant too yeah but it's like realizing you don't it's also just realizing like you don't have to do everything by yourself and that includes yeah. sometimes like your mental health like there yeah. the fact I think sometimes now of like the things I used to just panic over and like yeah mm-hmm. like those things still scare me like if I think about them too much but yeah. anxiety medicine has let me not think about them too much it's like yeah not I can have it take over your yeah. day or like I can have an mood. anxiety like I can be worried about something and then I can be a lot more like okay well to a certain extent there's nothing I can do about it you're and able to cope now I'm able anxiety. to cope because yeah. now like even four years ago I just think like I, it was like impossible for me to think that I wouldn't have to think about that. And now I'm like, oh, I don't – panic does not have to be like a part of my life anymore. Mm. That's changed my life. Also, technically therapy, Um, even though I canceled tonight because I don't want to go. Um, <laughs> That's actually important to do. And I think therapist – well, I don't know. I'm not a therapist, obviously, but I pretend like I am sometimes. But I think like from when I've canceled therapy sessions, they're like, take care of you. Like that's what they want for you is to notice your needs and to take care of them. Yeah. So um, sometimes it's just too much on top of too an much. already full plate. Got to go to the grocery store. Sorry. Yeah. 
Same. <laughs> which that leads me to my next one, which yeah. is planning out my meals for the week and prioritizing cooking. Like when I, I have put this off this week and I literally didn't have any breakfast foods today for myself. So I just didn't eat breakfast. Like I'm starving right now. I'm going to go make something for lunch an early lunch after this fall. Um, when I don't prioritize this or don't put a lot of thought into it, it like just weirdly throws off my entire week and I enjoy the act of cooking so much, but, um, the process of like putting together a grocery list sometimes is like overwhelming, overwhelming to me, especially now that we have (laughs) three mouths in the house to feed. And like, I've talked about this before, but like feeding toddlers is a whole other game, but I've kind of come around with my like approach with that. I'm like, we're just going to cook what we want. And if he wants to eat it, then great. If not, he can have a bite and then have like a bar, whatever. I'm just, I can't put so much like, (gasps) what is he going to eat? Yeah. Into it. Cause that, that's been like my block with wanting to do this, which I like, I like cooking. So I want, I, I've been able to get back to liking that, but all of that said, the process of planning it out can be time consuming, but you will not like, Oh my gosh, the thought of going to the grocery store without a list, I I oh, would just never could I, never. I would be so pissed when I get home and realize I forgot 14 things. So like I need to have the list. It's just the act of doing it is hard for me sometimes, but worth it. So <laughs> this no. is one of those ones that's like I have to prioritize it and I appreciate it so much more when I do. Um and yeah, it's just it's a, it's a more time consuming one for me now, but that's yeah. okay. Well, mine is actually, my next one is literally the same thing as Audrey. Mm-hmm. Um, no child to feed or husband to feed, just me, but have realized <laughs> if I do not plan my meals out and I don't prioritize like cooking for myself, mm-hmm. I will A, spend like so much money on other food. Yeah. And B, it's just yet again with, I've realized a lot of the things that throw me off of balance. That is a huge one. And even today, I hadn't thought about what I was going to eat this week, especially because I have like a short week. I'm leaving again on Friday. And And you were out of town last week. And and I was out of town last week. Yeah. And so this morning, I just ate like a piece of cinnamon raisin bread that I had in the fridge. And that's all I've eaten today. And I'm about to go to a spin (laughs) class. And I'm like, see, this is why. I know. But like, this is why I am intentional about planning out my meals. And that's same. why this afternoon I'm going to do the same thing and go to the store. Yeah. Myself cook something t- tonight. Yeah. Have it for tomorrow and Thursday before I leave because otherwise it's just not. Otherwise we're starving <laughs> yeah. and hangry. Yeah. Um, It's hard though. Like w- when I lived alone, I was just like, Sometimes it's like, what's the point when I'm going to have to eat these leftovers for 20 days after this? Um, I mean, I guess you can like freeze half of it, but still that does make it like really hard to like put the effort in. But I also didn't enjoy cooking as much as I do now when I lived alone. I think it may have been different if I actually liked it more back then. Um, Yeah. Cause what I'll do now is like, I'll usually make one thing for lunch. So like a soup or something that I don't get, I don't do not get tired of soup. You could get me soup soup too. And I would eat it every day. So I will usually make something for lunch that like, I know I won't get tired of. And then I'll usually pick like three dinners 
Um, which means that to be completely honest, I probably spend too much at the grocery store because I could do like two dinners, but I also know myself and it's like, if I'm going to more variety, like I don't want to eat the same thing a million times. So I don't. Yeah. And you shouldn't. And honest, that's healthier. Even if you could buy technically like Uber Eats, get like a $30 meal that would last you like Mm -hmm. maybe one meal with like a little, like one meal worth of leftovers. It's going to always be like healthier and better for you and way more fun. I just yeah. enjoy cooking. And so it's like a decompression after yes, sitting and typing all so day, good. like to use oh. your creativity in that different way. I totally, yeah. totally am the same way. Um, My last one is something that I got actually from a therapist. I'm not seeing a therapist currently. Um, I was earlier this year, but um, just we kind of like reached a point where we were like, okay, we're good. Um, but this was a previous therapist who had told me this phrase to remember, especially when I'm feeling like overwhelmed or like, I don't know, like things are just going wrong is to notice what's right. And it's such a simple, small thing. But I think when, when things are hard or like the days are really long, especially like in this early season of motherhood that I'm in, um, it can be easy to harp on like the hard things, the peeing my pants, the kid who wants, you know, <laughs> like all of these things that I've complained about on the podcast to no end. Um, but to notice the the small things that are right or the big things that are right, like, okay, we're all like so healthy. And it's, it, she didn't say in a way that was like, oh, things could be worse. Like I hate when people say things could be worse. Yeah, but noticing what's right is a different way yeah. of framing it that I just love. Like I even had it printed. I got like an Etsy print of it that I like hung in my office for a little while um, because I loved it so much. And so, yeah, just like keeping that general attitude. This is this can be hard for me, too, when when things do get like really busy or really chaotic. Um, but when I like actively think that I'm like, OK, there are so many things that are right and good and okay in my life right now. And like, it's okay to acknowledge the hard things, but it's also important to acknowledge those things too. Yeah. I love that. I could use that advice sometimes too. (laughs) I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, My last one is probably the one that I'm worst at and the one that is like not always non-negotiable. I have been Mm -hmm. the worst sleeper ever my entire life like starting from literally you be- just weirdly can operate on less sleep I'm like but I have realized that just because I can operate on less doesn't sleep mean doesn't mean I should and yeah. so even when I was a newborn my mom said I was just like horrible sleeper didn't ever <laughs> want, never wanted to take naps like cried all the time and I'm just like oh that sucks sorry sorry uh, <laughs> yeah but now I just I love like I'm so bad at waking up early. Usually and usually if I'm waking up early, it's because I'm going to like a spin class or something that I know is like a lot in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And I never go to bed until like 11:30. Yeah. Ever. And I think the older I get and the more I'm like trying to run a business and like run my actually like have a healthy life in multiple ways and do mm-hmm. these things that not prioritizing sleep makes me not as functional or as like nice to myself or to anyone else. Yeah. As I, so 
having my aura ring has like kind of helped me with this too because it tra- I heard that from other people too. Yeah. It the sleep tracking on it is really it's really cool. And yeah. so it like it will even say I think it was like Thursday or um when I went to that concert, I went on Wednesday night and it, we drank at the concert and that was the next class that I like skipped the next morning and when I woke up and looked at my sleep, it was like your heart rate took a long time to come down tonight. Like take it slow today and like go yeah. to sleep early. And I would have never like looked at that stuff before. And or it's, noticed it yourself. Like it's like, it know exactly what quality of sleep you yeah. got other than kind of guessing. But exactly. the fact that it can tell you that is pretty wild and exactly. cool. It's so cool. And it's also, there's just been times where I've like looked at my sleep and seen that I just didn't sleep that well. And so I will intentionally go to bed earlier, like tonight, like last Mm -hmm. night I didn't sleep that great. So tonight I'm going to try to go to bed a little earlier. And so I'm not good at it yet. I don't, I am still a bad sleeper, but I am trying to prioritize sleep in general. So that is attempting to be a non-negotiable. Yeah. It's not yet, but we're getting there. I'm finding my, I shared about this last week, but my like no social media in bed thing that I've been doing has helped so much. There was one night last week. Okay. It was like the night that Hurricane Ian was about to hit or like had hit. And I was like up watching TikToks. I stayed on the couch so I could like stay on social media, but I was like watching all these TikToks with coverage about it because it was just so like, I know natural disasters are like so devastating and also like fascinating kind of interesting to me which sounds terrible no, like it's obviously terrible to, like I I was like just thinking about like how are these people doing this um but anyways I was watching on these TikToks of people sharing like whether they stayed or went and all that anyways I was on TikTok for like probably two hours on the couch and I even that like I slept terrible that night even though I put my phone up and then like read when I got to bed I like couldn't fall asleep and like just staring at my phone for that long before I went to bed was so that's my problem yeah I know I I get it but like that like little case study in my like week because the rest of the nights maybe I'll be on for like I don't know 15 minutes or 30 minutes at most um lately like now that I can't scroll in bed but that night I was just on for longer and it was like the worst night of sleep ever. So that's, Get it. that's been helpful. <laughs> well, yeah. this was fun. I liked this episode. I know. Yeah. It's been, been a good reminder of the things that, yeah. that really truly help and like, Hmm, none of them In are like part. shopping on Amazon. Oh, oh okay. my non-negotiable, <laughs> at least one impulse purchase a week. <laughs> yeah. Forgot to add that one on, but yeah, lately that's be been on my list. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> let us know your non-negotiables when we share about this episode on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I'm like dying to know. Cause I think everyone's like, we had a couple overlaps there, but then like we had some different ones too. And I like, I like hearing these. So love it. Yeah. Share yours on our Instagram and thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We always, always, always appreciate that. And we just love you guys. And so love that you're here. All right. Have a great Wednesday. Bye. Bye.